It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Today is Sunday, December 6, 2020, and I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell. I hope you're all staying safe wherever you are, and we're back to bring you more entertainment and information after a month's hiatus. So we've had a rest, and now we're ready to go. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here to make the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you this evening. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined from right here in Austin, Texas, once again, by Jeremy Robinson, corrective exercise specialist, certified nutritionist, acro yoga teacher, and founder and owner of Austin Holistic Fitness. And this time, Jeremy joins us to discuss staying fit and healthy in the midst of this very unusual pandemic holiday season. It's usually difficult to stay fit and healthy during the holidays, but even more challenging. So he's going to give us some tips. Also, Best Artist of 2020 nominee, jazz saxophonist Paula Atherton is back. And she's going to join us with some of her original music. And along the way, I'll discuss finding our way to gratitude and ultimately a passionate life, even in these times of challenge and turmoil. And throughout this evening's program, we'll have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. And my email address is drmara at drmaracarpel.com. That's D-R-M-A-R-A at D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And you can hear this evening's program again after the show ends by going to my website. And the link to the podcast will be posted later tonight with um, all of the uh, website links and um, information that is, you know, important information that my guests give on this program. That'll be later tonight. And you can hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes from now. Um, not from now, sorry, five minutes after the show ends, <laughs> um, by going to blogtalkradio.com, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash your golden years. You can hear the live show now, the podcast five minutes after, and you can also listen on Apple Podcasts. And for information about previous shows, to listen to previous programs, to um, read up on my book and my pod, my uh, blogs and 
any other information, go to my website, drmaricarpels.com. And to hear all the previous podcasts, you can also go directly to blogtalkradio.com slash your golden years. And you can also go to Apple Podcasts. And for future events, to find out what's coming up next, follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a brief break. Um, don't go anywhere. It's going to be very brief. Um, when we come back, we're going to be joined right here by Jeremy Robinson, owner of Austin Holistic Fitness, to talk about health and fitness during a pandemic holiday season. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpell.com. And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell in your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from right here in Austin, Texas, once again, Jeremy Robinson of Austin Holistic Fitness. Welcome, Jeremy. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Awesome. Just, just, a, just a brief reminder. Um, when we talk like this, there's sometimes a short delay, like one or two seconds. So good to keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. No problem. So how are you doing? Uh, yeah. I'm doing really great so far. Um, today has been a very active day as per most days. And uh-huh. things feel really things feel good, things feel connected, feeling healthy, feeling strong, and obviously navigating some of the, the newness in the world and, you know, making sure that I can take care of myself and others. And that's kind of mm-hmm. why we're here today to explain mm-hmm. or show a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, mm-hmm. So, so Jeremy, just briefly, before we jump into that, one, if, in case there are listeners that haven't heard you on this program before, maybe just a little um, bit about your background. Yeah. And, yeah, thank you for asking me about myself, and I hope to hear about you as well and how you're doing. And mm-hmm. my background will be um, about 20 years of personal training and nutritional coaching. And I've owned a few different gyms and a few different businesses in the health field. I've worked at just about every job in the health field you can think of, including nursing and speed pathology and all kinds of incredible things over the years. And that kind of brought me to this idea of holistic health coaching and creating a program that looks like encompassing a little bit of conversations about each of, of the things that creates a really healthy, strong body. and 
that's kind of my background. So I have uh, degrees in nutrition and and uh, kinesiology, and I have a just extensive knowledge and conversations with amazing people like yourself about the mind and body connections. Mhm. Okay. Great. So we're you know every year I try to bring on health and fitness people such as yourself um, at this time of the year, especially to talk about, you know, dealing with um, the holiday uh, temptations and um, getting back on track when people are, you know, have eaten too much because of the holidays. But this year is really unique, obviously, because we're in a pandemic. So Mm -hmm. what, what kind of challenges have you seen in in your work or even for yourself in, in dealing with this, you know, pandemic and now holiday season and all kinds of cakes and candies and other kind of stuff out there? Well, I, I feel like a lot of it really is um, not super new. It's kind of like from year to year, the similar conversations about, um, how people want to navigate health around this time and make sure that they don't gain any weight or maybe they're getting ready for their New Year's resolutions and they want to, you know, not have a really hard time at that New Year's resolution, so they want to start a little bit early. Um, mm-hmm. I think that some of the, the more of the problems that actually come up with this time is the, the community around um, healthiness and going to the gym and being motivated by friends Mm -hmm. and getting asked to go and, hey, let's go work out together. And, like, you know, there's those, like, intermittent hits like that where people are just kind of asking you to go out and do things. There's there's less of that right now, and that community effort to, to stay healthy is driving people to really dig into their um, their self-motivation and doing things, you know, working out by themselves and for themselves. And that's a big shift. That's a big shift in the mindset. Mm-hmm. Right now. Do you, do you notice that because of the stress of this pandemic and all the things involved, you know, that people are eating more of the wrong foods or drinking more alcohol and, and, and you know, just kind of becoming couch potatoes? You know, not necessarily. Uh, I think that okay. uh, the, the stressors right now that are from financial uh, aspects uh, do drive us into the, the the compensations or the the stress eating that was inherently already there anyways. And mm-hmm. that could have been that could have been triggered by so many things during the holidays anyways. Now I do have a client that actually works as a as a psychologist, and she is super super busy right now with the stressors of the pandemic, and that's specifically mm-hmm. what she that's what she works in. And that uh, you know, listening to her and how the shift of like how busy she is tells me like in that world of of those people that. I may not be talking to, there is a community of those that are um, more stressed than normal from this pandemic. And mm-hmm. and a lot of it still comes back to, um, you know, why are they seeing this, like, this, this amazing psychologist? A lot of it has to do with, like, you know, community and tribe and people that are giving healthy mindsets and good advice. 
it's just harder to find that now um, through the pandemic. And that is where I'm hoping that, you know, people can find those around them that in their small groups that, or their small pods that are motivating themselves within their pods. And they can really look Mm -hmm. around and say, like, if it only takes one, just one person within a pod can just be like, I'm going on a fitness journey or a nutritional journey. And really, a lot of the people in that pod will jump on too. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's so the stress eating aspect of it, I don't see as much of a difference this year uh, because of the pandemic as that any normal uh, yearly uh, eating because of the year is always kind of stressful around this time. Um, right. But yeah, that's I think that may kind of tie some of that together for you. Okay. You know, what to do about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that in this, I mean, it's always important to take care of our health and our wellness, right? We, We talk about that all the time, but do you think that in this period of time, it's even more important to take care of our health and fitness? At any point in our lives or day-to-day, is having a strong immune system will create mm-hmm. uh, better health along the way. And, you know, we can be afraid of the, of the virus, which is valid, but there's also we can't just give up on the fact that it exists, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt us no matter what. It's not true. Having a strong immune system will take you into a better way of uh, taking care of your body. You're not going to have other health mm-hmm. issues uh, besides the, the virus that if you just give up and don't move, then there's other things that will that'll come along. So let's prevent all that stuff by moving more. Sure, sure. Yeah, I've heard a lot of research about how this virus kind of, once it gets in, it sort of attacks the weak the weak spots in your body. So mm. it would make sense yeah. that if we don't have as many weak spots, then we're a little, we, we, you know, we have a better chance. Yes. And also that, you know, any virus and bacteria that are attacking us, um, those are opportunistic uh, materials. I can't call them beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these, since they're opportunistic, if we're taking that opportunity away from them by strengthening all of our body systems, which can be done through like the tips that we'll talk about, which is like eating well, you know, just exercising, which doesn't have to be like killing yourself at the gym. Like it isn't like, that's a strange term nowadays, but they, you know, making sure that you are working out in a heart rate that's good for your body. That's not too stressful. Uh, it can really change all you change your life, and we can talk deeper yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think too, you know, getting back to the mind body connection, that of course is you know people are dealing with the stress and worry about this virus, about the you know the economic impact, about their families. Then it's really <laughs> important to be healthy to build our resilience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what are so what are some uh, tips? Since it is, you know, in in typical years, you know, people would be able to join a gym and go and do those things that 
will help mm-hmm. to reduce stress and you know get together with friends and and encourage each other so that you know that outlet is not really very available so so what are so what are some tips to help people to stay on track or get back on track if they've kind of you know kind of gotten off the track in the last 10 months well there's I'd like to give some tips today that kind of play between the idea of like, you know, financial impact and time constraints and money constraints about, you know, things that can be done like essentially right now and at Mm -hmm. your next meal. And one of those things, which is just, it seems very obvious, but it also tends to not be done enough. Uh, consistently enough to really see the true impact of what it could do, which is eating at least or at eating one cup of raw vegetables with each meal mm-hmm. and just making that happen in any kind of way, which is, you know, a cup, a cup of broccoli, you know, some zucchini with, with some hummus, just making sure you're eating like, you know, chopped up and then you're eating like a cup full of, of raw vegetables. And just starting with eating a cup full of raw vegetables, obviously, please wash them to make sure they're clean. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's a good tip. You know, you, you can Google, like, using white vinegar to wash your vegetables, and you'll find mm-hmm. some really great um, little mixtures of water and vinegar. And you can spray and spritz, or you can kind of dip them in. And keeping your food clean um, is another really good tip along with that. So eating your cup of vegetables. Uh, raw vegetables with each meal, so three meals a day should be three cups of vegetables in your day. And obviously eating it slow, washing uh, those vegetables with white vinegar and some water. And then Mm -hmm. uh, that just alone will start to help with your gut health, will bring down some inflammation in your body, and the inflammation in the gut can lead to a happier brain as well. And Mm -hmm. so there's a rolling ball effect from just those two things alone. Um, how does that sound so far? I can keep going, but how does that it sounds nice great. Because now I'm thinking I'm not eating enough raw vegetables. I have to start. I'm going to follow that tip. <laughs> and thank you. That it is a it is mm-hmm. something that will really keep the fiber and the the nutrients coming in that will help benefit pretty much everything in your day. And if three cups is you know a, a, an upper limit for for people that are starting off and it's a little bit too heavy uh, with the vegetables, and then two cups. Sure, that sounds great. Let's uh-huh. work up to three. You know, don't push yourself to like saying that Jeremy said eat three cups. No, somewhere, you know, that's just a suggestion. But let's work up to that and mm-hmm. find a way to really enjoy um, those raw vegetables in different ways, um, carrots and broccoli or just having a little bit of like some dipping sauces that you can eat slightly with it. And just really enjoy the process of eating um, some raw stuff and find that really that love for those foods again, that if you haven't been eating them a lot through this pandemic, which is very easy to get into a position where you're not eating, you know, raw things uh, through uh, with each meal. Some people may not have had a raw vegetable in six months. And, mm-hmm. and that can be a truth. And that's okay right now in the sense of you're hearing my voice and I'm asking to move into a, a position where uh, you're eating more raw stuff because you know that it's going to improve your immune system, it's going to improve your gut health, it's going to bring some inflammation down in your body, 
and everything and all your body systems will kind of kick forward. And mm-hmm. that's a, that's, that's just a human thing. It's just science. That's just is what it is. Um, Would you like me to, how to about, go on with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. So another one is, is that because we're moving and in back into movement and to training, we, we don't have to go back to what we were six months ago. If we haven't been doing things for six months. It's like, let's, retrain a little bit so our body can kind of realize that we're doing something really good for it. And so 10 to 15 minutes of stretching um, each day is the next tip, which is breathing and stretching 10 or 15, 10 to 15 minutes a day. That's a minimum. You can go to 30 as long as you're not stretching Mm -hmm. just one muscle group for 30 minutes and taking your, taking your time to explore yoga with Adrian and doing some like really like beginner stretches, not necessarily yoga itself, like vinyasas, just easy beginner stretches. And even though it may feel like it's something that you've mastered from your years of movement, if you haven't been moving for six months, they're going to be really, really beneficial as long as you're doing Mm -hmm. them each day. I think that's the, really the key here is, to not go overboard doing a lot of stuff really fast. Just take a little bit each day for a week and then reassess the next week and then your body's going to naturally want to do more. And really sitting with that as like a calming thing for your, for this pandemic time, which can be so stressful. Let's do some things that are anti-stressful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we can't do the same thing necessarily that we were doing before. Even though the gyms are open, I'm not, I'm not going to the gym. So I, I quit the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it got really hot here in Texas, I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Um, so I ended up buying a treadmill, which... I have to tell you, Jeremy, it has been the best thing that I could have done for my mental health. <laughs> True. I don't run on the treadmill. I walk. But uh-huh. if I don't, you know, the days that I miss, the days that I don't walk, if I miss, if I end up, you know, being away all day or too busy, I miss it. Like, I really feel like my body starts to really crave walking. Yes, 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 yes. And other people will will also feel that same motivation from doing uh, lighter amounts of work more often mm-hmm. uh, at, mm-hmm. at the beginning part of this process of revisiting um, health and movement again. This is the, the best way to, to kind of reintegrate and also not stress the body out, but it's already stressed from so many other things in the day. I don't want people to feel like doing their exercise is going to be um, super stressful. And remember, this is just for now. This is just so that the body can gear back up, and then in the future, it'll feel ready to move uh, more intensely and kind of do their harder workouts like they were doing before. Um, it just takes a little mm-hmm. bit of time to, to get back to that position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
So I have a question, and you know, the so for me, if I have time, and if, if I feel energetic, I'll do like my whole. I do three miles. So I'll do the whole three miles in one mm-hmm. at one time. But if I'm busy, awesome. if it's a day I, I'm working from home, but you know, I work from home, so luckily. That works out because then I could just like jump on the treadmill in between appointments. Um, is it, does it work? I mean, is it just as beneficial if I end up doing like a mile here and a mile there throughout the day? Or Absolutely. for someone stretching so, that they do five minutes, five minutes, five minutes? So, yeah, well, our conversation here is about health. Our conversation isn't about weight loss right now. And uh-huh. so I think that's a really I think that's a really important thing to differentiate of our conversation, which is that we're not working uh, at a pace of of weight loss right now, and that's okay. because weight loss weight loss can be very stressful on the body if we are um, just kind of jumping right back into it while we've got all the other stressors, and so we're working on health right now. And we're working on feeling good in our body, and we're working on anti, like just making sure that our body is like immunity driven, like strong, and we're able to kind of like take care of our bodies and and bring ourselves back to where we could actually fight the virus with our own body systems. If we've been sitting a lot and not been drinking water and not eating any vegetables for six or seven months, it's just a science thing at that point of like. Okay, yeah, our body is going to have a little bit of a harder time than others because, well, we aren't working out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, we aren't, we aren't eating healthy or moving. doesn't mean that we have right. to be essentially working out all the time to stay the healthy, like super healthy. But definitely uh-huh. we want to like get to the point where we're doing cardio. We're doing cardio and our heart is like challenged in a really strong, in a really good way. But we can't just jump back into it if we haven't been doing it for a while. And that's what we're speaking to today is those that haven't been doing it for a while. They've been a little bit slower because of the pandemic, and they're kind of moving back into a position of health again. So mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today, just so people so you can, can kind really of, get the difference. So you, it's okay to break it up during the day? Oh, yeah. Right? So breaking it up, yeah, okay. breaking up during the day is incredibly healthy. Uh, because you want to keep your blood and your body systems moving. You don't want to be sitting for, you know, realistically, I'd like to everyone to be able to get up and move their legs every 30 minutes, um, but I'll take mm-hmm. every two hours. <laughs> Just get up and okay. move your body. Get your body to move up and, get, and move around. Um, if you are get on the treadmill for five minutes um, just to keep the legs and the blood moving, then I would I'd be very happy with that as well. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be one, you know, one time. Um, no. Mm-mm. Especially if no. people yep. have, you know, time time issues, especially with working from home and and also, uh, you know, helping their children with home. You know, we're learning from home, distance learning. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being, so being able, able to just yeah. like jump in the middle, you know, yeah. Absolutely. And but, and the science just kind of shows that like all those options are, are actually really good for the body. Okay. 
Like if we are doing it all at once and your body feels really good uh, doing it, then that's going to be great. If you split it up throughout the day and that feels really good, that's going to be awesome as well. So honestly, either uh-huh. one is going to be uh, beneficial. Um, you just have to figure out which one fits into your time schedule and which one are you going to be able to do daily. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, so Jeremy, are you doing, are you still doing coaching uh, virtually these days? I do virtual coaching. coaching. Yeah, we do Zoom mm-hmm. calls, um, especially if people have a, a husband or significant other at, the, at their home, then it's really easy for us to create a, um, a measurement system so that way that can be really consistent. I do meet some people in person uh, with, with masks. I get my weekly COVID test, and I usually meet people first before, uh, like right at the very beginning of that, after getting that test. And then this is all, um, if what person is willing, we all wear masks, and we keep it to one session for just the measurements, and we're in and out. And uh-huh. for those that, want to, those that want to do it remotely, then a significant other or somebody else that's there to help them uh, measure is great. Um, I have been doing it without the measurements, and we've had really good success as well. But I definitely would prefer if somebody had some, a, a way to get measured on the first week. And then the rest is great. Zoom calls, nutritional meetings, understanding movement can all be done through the remote system, uh, through, through Zoom. And Mm -hmm. people are really elevating and feeling very, very healthy. And you can, obviously, you've seen some of the reviews on on what it's like for people Mm -hmm. to, not just my program, but the reviews are like what it's like to to reevaluate like what doing healthy things is. And that's what we're talking about now. Right, right. Um, So if people are interested in finding out more about your coaching and and what you offer and and, um, how to contact you, what would be the best way for them to do that? They can find me at austinholisticfitness.com. And mm-hmm. there's a form on the front of the website. And it's really easy. It's only just like two or three questions. Uh, actually, it's one question with two or three checkboxes. And once you start the conversation, um, I'll call you back. And we will have a free conversation on what your goals and what your needs might be and to see if the program will take will match up. So yeah, austinholisticfitness.com. Um okay. and also I am my my phone now connects to a business phone, so they can actually text message my business phone and ask for a calendar or a time to have a conversation as well. And that number is five one two. Eight seven eight And they can actually text that number and find themselves with a little calendar that they can quickly just pop onto as well. Great. So I'm going to post that on my website post about this program later tonight so people can just go there and get all that information. Um, and thank you so much, Jeremy. I did see you also doing some recipes that you were you were doing like a little cooking demonstration. So yeah, uh, so I'm working on an app right now and putting together videos for the app. 
And mm-hmm. that was a little cooking demonstration uh, to create the shard wrap, which is one of our staples of our first week um, on the program. And um, I'll send it over to you as well if you'd like to share that um, on your website also. Yes, please do. That would be great. Okay. okay. Well, well thank- I can do that. Yeah. Okay. And thank you so much for being on the program again, Jeremy. I'm glad everything's going well, and um, this was really helpful. And um, stay safe. Keep doing what you're doing. We need you. I will. I will do my best to stay safe. That is for sure. It is. Um, okay. It's been. A ch- it's definitely been challenging uh, creating uh, the, the the perfect protocol to stay safe in this. Um, that. You know, includes getting out, going to the park, keeping distancing, and just mm-hmm. creating the, the best the best situation for me and my friends, and um, without the complete isolation, and and just making sure that everyone's safe and it's working with the knowns. And so that's right. Is, um, and that's the best way. And some of the things that we can know is that if we're eating well, eating vegetables, drinking our water, and doing our stretching. We know at that point that our immune system is getting stronger, and so mm-hmm. always just keep working. Always keep working with the nose or creating things that's, that you know. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for that, and mm-hmm. uh, you have a very good evening. All right. Thank you. I look. Yes, you too. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope that you're doing super right. well as well. Yep. Hanging in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's. Uh, yeah. Let's stay in touch. I'd love to have you back on in the new year. Thank you. I look forward to it. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. We're going to take a very brief break. Um, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on Blog Talk Radio and on drmaracarpell.com. And sort of like jumping off from where um, the conversation with Jeremy was going, I want to talk a little bit more. I want to talk more about the stress part of the issue that, um, you know, the another part of keeping our immune system up and also keeping our mood up and helping us to stay resilient um, during these times is is by reducing our stress. And um, I started noticing that I was becoming pretty stressed out 
not just because of everything that's happening around, right, with worrying about, you know, keeping everybody safe and navigating the environment and, uh, you know, everything that's going on in the world right now, um, but also because I became unbalanced in, you know, in doing my work and making time to relax making time to focus on what I really love to do and just not doing anything. We need to make time to do nothing. It's really important. And I kind of got into this mindset of, well, I have work right now. I'm very lucky to be working from home, so I need to do as much work as I can get. And um, I found that I was working not just during the hours where I had like direct contact with people, but I was doing work till late at night, having to do all the paperwork. And that was even going on through the weekend. And I would keep telling myself, okay, Monday, I have the day off. Um, That's my day to catch up. And I would end up doing paperwork all day. So um We took the month of November off from the radio program, and I used some of that time to actually go visit my mom in New York, which also took a lot of effort with all of the protocols and making sure to to have a safe trip there and and upon returning, making sure that I was safe to be around people. So that took a lot of uh, work, but I started to focus on spending more time in relaxation and in doing the things that I really love to do, writing and, you know, all the passionate things that I talk about on this program. And I decided to cut back a little bit on the direct work that I'm doing. I cut back an hour every day. I ask for one hour less of work so I can give my schedule. It's it's scheduled for me, and I gave one hour left with a little bit of anxiety, like, wow, I'm not going to, you know, what about money? But, but then I ha- you have to ask yourself, how much is enough? How much is enough? Do you need to have more and more and more and more? So if you're, you know, working your yourself to the bone, are you getting to enjoy the the money that you're making from it or or whatever it is what if you're doing even what you're feeling passionate about what you love to do but you're doing it so much do you really enjoy it or has it turned into work let's say you love to paint but you feel like you have to produce you've set a, a an upper limit for yourself that's so high that you start to um feel obsessed by it, that you feel that you have to get it done and it doesn't feel joyful anymore. So how much is enough? And I became much more um, organized and I set limits for myself that during the day when I'm in the midst of working, I'm going to focus on all of the paperwork and all of the work that needs to be done so that in the evening, I'm done, and I can work on uh, writing. I can work on this radio program. I can relax. I can meditate. I'm always talking about 
meditation, but if I don't set time for myself, I don't have time for that either. Um, or I can just do nothing. I can just relax. That's okay too. I can catch up on the phone with friends. I can have social contact by speaking with friends. I can watch something that makes me laugh because humor is really important in stress reduction. And so I've kind of experimented it with it for the first week of December with this new schedule. And I've noticed that I feel less stressed out. I feel more relaxed. So I think it's really important um, that we ask ourselves how much is enough what and we've talked about this before in the past. What can I give up? What do I what am I doing that I don't really need to do? That I can just take that time to to refresh. Um I was feeling like I didn't I was running out of creative ideas. We were doing the radio show every week and I was starting to run out of ideas about what I wanted to do on the show. Um and who I was going to ask to be on the program and having that month off from my passion, taking a break from what I love to do made me more enthusiastic about it again. And I scheduled up through, through January now, through the end of January, because I started having more ideas about where, I, where I'm going to look for guests, who I'm going to ask to be on the show. Now my plate is actually full, but I'm, joyful about it. I feel enthusiastic about it. Um, So taking a break, taking a pause is really important. And I, um, and I thank my friend, Terry Hershey, who's been on this program, who, who, um, whose uh, interview I've, I've quoted in my own book. I've been following him constantly on, on his blog and reading his books and he wrote the book, The Power of the Pause, how important it is for us to just pause and reflect on what we have already, how we already have enough, uh, reflect on what's around us. He always talks about his garden and spending time just enjoying the flowers in his garden. Well, metaphorically, we can all spend time enjoying the flowers in our garden. I wrote a a really short blog a couple of weeks ago around Thanksgiving about having gratitude during a time where we feel so much pain. And uh, what I realized is that when we're feeling stressed out, when we're feeling upset, when we're feeling angry, when something's really bothering us, we're feeling sad, it's very hard to suddenly turn on the gratitude. So what I discovered for myself, and I think it's really important to to put it out there as a recommendation, is to not expect yourself to just go right into gratitude and feel, because gratitude is very powerful in getting us to that place of joy and passion and appreciation of what we have and the flowers in our garden. But to get us to that point where we can do that, we have to first acknowledge the pain. So sitting and writing about what's really bothering you or talking to somebody that you trust about what's really bothering you, exercising and getting it out of your system, dancing it out, 
doing whatever you can to just really get the, the energy around the pain out and then not getting stuck in it. Just let it out, make a decision that, okay, I've gotten it out of my system. And at that point, start to write down what you're grateful for. Just It could start with simple things like I'm grateful for this piece of chocolate. I'm grateful for the flower outside the window. I'm great. And then it can go to big things. I'm grateful for this roof over my head and the food that I ate. And at that point, you can start to celebrate the gratitude, celebrate your joy over the flowers in your garden. And that's what really makes life sweet, even in the middle of difficult times like this. So speaking of sweetness, um, our, we are going to go to the music of our next guest who's going to join us right after we play her music. Uh, Paula Atherton will be joining us um, on the other side of this song to talk about her music and and more. So let's go to the music artist. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, and we're back. And uh, we were just listening to the music of our next guest, Paula Atherton, who has been nominated as the Best Artist of 2020. Um, and she joins us once again from New York. Welcome, Paula. Hi, Mara. Thanks for having me. Thank you for for coming back on the program. How are you? Good. Or should I say Dr. Mara? <laughs> no, this is Mara is fine. <laughs> Mara is good. Okay. Um, I, I'm doing great. It's really nice to talk to you. It's been it's been a while, right? It has been a while. So I should say so. I'm doing as great as someone can do in with this situation going on that we have right yeah, now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard that you were nominated for Best Artist of 2020. Is yeah, believe it or not, I was. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. There was uh, quite a few. Actually, a bunch of my friends were in there, like Cindy Bradley and Adam Hawley and Carol Albert. And uh, Bonnie mm-hmm. James was in there and Dave Coz and um, Brian Culbertson, I think, was in there, too. A whole bunch of folks in there. So, uh, you know, I don't know that I would win it, but I'm, you know, very honored to be nominated, especially with a group of people like that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a you keeping good company there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so what? So what is the nomination, and where is it? You know, where is it generated from? Uh, it's it's through the Smooth Jazz Network, which is a, mm-hmm. a network of iHeart Radio stations. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. And it, so it's, it's it's a bunch of the stations that usually play my music. Uh, Mm-hmm. When I have something else, yeah, right. Well, congratulations. It's thank you it's, very much. You know, you know. Uh, I think just even being nominated is is amazing. And who knows when do they when do they actually decide who the winner is? Uh, December seventeenth. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you. Well, I can always say I was nominated if I don't win. I don't really expect to win, but it's, you know, it's just nice. It's something to it, help lift your spirits, you know? It definitely is very, it's very, you know, it's a really big honor. So, um, so what was the song that we were just playing? You were just listening to my first number one hit on Billboard called Can You Feel It? So All right. it actually hit... Billboard uh, at number one for three weeks uh, this May. That's great. Congratulations on that, too. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was in the top ten for like 11 or 12 weeks. It was number two for three weeks first. And I was like, okay, (laughs) number two is good. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You know, you, you have to like brace yourself. It's like, it's okay. I like two. Two's fine. Hey, I I had never had a top ten before. I had like I don't know six or seven other Billboard top thirties, but I hadn't had a top ten yet. So for me, I was when it hit, you know, number ten, even like the top ten, I was going crazy. I was thrilled. Uh So um, it was just 
kind of frustrating, though, because all my work has been canceled since March because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, so what have you been doing? Uh, well, yeah, you used to I, tour quite a bit. Yeah, so that got, you know, put to a fast halt. Um, mm-hmm. I did some uh, I did some jazz workshops in the summer for um, the Hub City Jazz Festival in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Those were all, uh, you know, virtual. I did, I think, 10 uh-huh. of them for them. And I'm on the board of the F2F Foundation in Houston. And um, we help get instruments to uh, students whose families can't afford them. And uh, hmm. through... Yeah, so through the company that I represent on saxophone, Dakota Sax, they also make trumpets um, out of their sister company called F.E. Olds, and uh, the president, David Benedetto, I spoke with him, and he um, he agreed to donate a trombone to this student in Houston whose family couldn't afford to rent it for him anymore. So we were able to donate a trombone to this to the student, and uh, there was a whole ceremony on Zoom I got to watch, and his pastor wow. was there. The pastor blessed the trombone, and <laughs> I was in wow. crying. I was like, oh, my God. So they asked me uh, to say a few words, and I was like, oh, I was a mess. <laughs> I was like, you know, tears of happiness, but I'm, like, I'm really sorry. I cannot keep it together here. I'm like, I'm really so happy that this thing came together, and, and and Malachi is getting his trombone, and, you know, it was just, I love to do things like that. That's wonderful. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've talked to several musicians and, and artists who say that they like to use the time that they have now to write. Um, are you Are you coming up with new music right now? Yeah, well, we just—I just released my CD in September. So when King mm, Field okay. came out in January, my CD wasn't done. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're busy in the and you're busy, you know, boosting your promoting your CD. Yeah. Well, first, Launching you know, it. I had to finish re- recording it. You know. And we uh-huh. made actually some last-minute changes. Um, about the second single and some other things. Uh, And I wound up, and then a friend of mine actually called me up and had a song for me that I didn't think was going to be on there, and I wound up really liking it. So I recorded on that and got that finished. So um, I guess it was all completed by August or something like that. And and my my release date was September 8th. Yeah, I, I was busy finishing it, doing the artwork and, you know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that has to be done for a release. Right, right. So you've been pretty busy in spite of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, even when I'm not touring, I, I you know, I've been working on new music and um, mm-hmm. I do a little bit of teaching privately and, um, yeah, I mean, I I work all day. I'm just not really getting paid for all the work that I'm doing right now. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, not just sitting here watching uh, television. Right, right. That's great. Great. So, and congratulations on the release of your new CD. Um, Thank you. Number six. Number six. 
Wow. Number six. That's great. Yep. So we're yeah. going to play another one of the songs that you um, just can't stop. Um, yep. Do you want to talk about it before we play it? Sure. So um, uh, my friend Greg Manning has uh, produced and co-wrote the first song. I wrote that with him, the one that you just heard. Can you feel mm-hmm. it? And Just Can't Stop, the one that you're going to play, this is my current single that Greg actually wrote and produced um, and that was kind of like a surprise. I thought I was getting towards the end of the recording of the album, and he uh, gave me a call, and he said, listen, uh, I got a track. I think you might like it. It might be a good follow-up for your uh, number one single. I was like, you do? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. I guess we got room for that. Um, and then we heard it. I heard the track, and I loved it. So, uh, So there it is, and it's my second single. It's my current single that's out right now. Okay. Well, stay on the line because we'll come back for a few minutes after we play it, okay? Okay. All right. So here's Paula Atherton. Just can't stop.
All right. And that was Paula Atherton. Just can't stop. That was great. Oh, I'm glad you I liked love it. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see me, I was sitting here and just moving around in my chair to the music. <laughs> well, if music makes you happy, then I did my job. That's right. That's right. Well, you did your job. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. So, so, so Paula, if listeners are interested in, in uh, downloading your music or ordering your CDs, um, what's the best place for them to do that? Pretty much anywhere they get music, uh, Apple Music, um, Amazon, uh, you know, any platforms that they want to listen to my music on, I'm on, including Music Choice TV, uh, Sirius XM, Watercolors, uh, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, all those different platforms, um, Amazon Music, okay. uh, anywhere, anywhere that you go to listen to music, it's you'll be able to find it. Okay. All right. And um, if they go to your website, will they find out more about you and things that you're doing? Sure. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of info on my website, including a link to my merch store um, where they could get all kinds of uh, exciting items. (laughs) Okay. Holiday gifts and things like that. Uh, yeah, even uh-huh. they even have clocks with my um with the cover of my latest album on it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Face masks and clocks and all kinds of things. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that's uh, paularatherton dot com. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Um, well, I really hope that you're that you're able to get back out there and play. Soon, I hope that we're, all, you know, <laughs> things kind of get relatively back to normal. Well, we're hoping like the vaccine is going to help with that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would imagine that you know concerts will look different, but as long as we we're able to have some live music, that would be great. Well, some venues uh, are doing, I I did a live streaming on October 31st from Delaware, and they allowed Uh 40 people in the club, like 40 people were there, and then it was a worldwide streaming platform. So I think there'll be more of that, and little by little they'll be able to, you know, let more people in the building. Right. I'm I'm concerned about flying. I have North and South Carolina booked at the end of January, and I I don't know if I can really do that yet. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I don't blame you. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how things are how things are going. Yeah, I mean it's it's the quarantine thing. You know about having to mm-hmm. quarantine if I leave the state for two weeks. So it's that, right? And it's you know. God forbid I got on a plane and got it. Um, even if I do okay with it, you can get 15% less uh, lessened lung capacity from having COVID. I'm not interested in getting that. That's right. You need your lungs. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I said that, that was, you know, everybody needs their lungs. But, you know, being a singer and a woodwind player, uh, 
I'm mm-hmm. not looking for, you know, diminished capacity in any way, shape, or form. So Right. Um, so, yeah, main thing is stay safe right now so that we can keep, keep hearing you play. Yeah, everybody out there, please stay safe. Wear your mask. Do what you're supposed to do. Wash your hands. This thing is no joke. Mm-hmm. We gotta all stay safe and get through this. We're gonna. We're, I think we're closer to the end than the beginning right now. Uh-huh. I, I uh huh. I think you're right. I hope, hope you you're right. right. Yeah. So, um, if yeah. that's true, we gotta just keep going anyway. That's we gotta just keep that's going. That's right. That's right. And you know, people can listen to your music to you know on CD, um, and enjoy it that way for now. Yes, I I have my own Pandora channel too. If you listen to Pandora, you can listen to oh. me and uh, like me on there. Yeah. Oh, okay, so great. I'm gonna thing. download that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> yeah, All that's right. a totally well, different thing to do. Yeah. 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 So thank you so much, Paula, for being on the program, and good luck with the you know with the the best artist for 2020 and congratulations on the nomination and on your CD and on your and on your hit on Billboard um, and and keep doing what you're doing thanks so much well I hope to get to see you maybe next year when I'm out on the road so we'll see yeah uh, we'll see that would be that would be wonderful yes and I look forward to having you back on the program in between Thank you for having me all the time. It's always great to talk to you, and uh, I wish you and your listeners uh, happy holidays, stay safe, and um, see you next time. That's right. Happy holidays, and you stay safe. All right. You too. Thank you so much for having me again, Mary. You have a good rest of the day. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another show. Um, Before... We get knocked off the air. Um, I want to let you know what's coming up next week. So next Sunday, December 13th, we'll be back with another live show from right here in Austin, Texas. And we'll be joined from right here in Austin, Texas, by Elise Krenzel, CEO at Kumi & Company, Illuminating Your Talent. Elise is an executive strategist with Heartfelt Solutions, and an original thinker who has crafted her own path. And she'll discuss how one approaches wholesomeness in business and personal life to achieve brilliance. And we'll have more. We always have much more on the program. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information that my guest spoke about on the program, um, you can go to my website and all of that will be uploaded later tonight to drmaricarpel.com. And you can also hear this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio, blogtalkradio.com slash your golden years. And you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts in about five minutes. And for upcoming events such as the event that I'm doing tomorrow that I forgot to mention, <laughs> I'll be giving a class through Unink. Um, you can find that. It will be a live stream class and a bunch of other events are coming up. You can find that on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, and the links will be po- are posted already for tomorrow and 
the, the other links will be posted later this week. This show was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, Jeremy Robinson, Paula Atherton, and of course, thank you to Art. And thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone, and please stay safe. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show.